Good evening to everybody. I'm sure everyone gathered here is aware that this evening is a very, very special time, very special date. Maybe one of the most important, most depending times that we have in creation. This evening is starting Erev Shkodesh Elul. Now, we know Rosh Hashanah is the Yem Hadin. Rosh Hashanah Yikasevu Ubiyayim Tzayim Kippur Yikasemun. That our life is in the simplest form that we can describe our life, our happiness, our health, our panosah is depending on that great day of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. The preparation of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is Elul. Erev is called Yom Kippur Koton. In other words, that this day starts the preparation and we know that everything depends on the beginning. If you start off good, if you get up, if you get up the right way in the morning, the whole day goes, but there are clouds, the whole day follows nicely. Everyone in this audience, some younger, some older, went through many Rosh Hashanahs, many Elos, heard a lot of Sichot Musr, a lot of droshes. What can I add? <laughs> what can I tell you? I don't think that I have much to add. I'm sure, I'm sure, and I really mean it. Anyone that I would point at at this moment, if I would give away the standard, give away the bima, and say, you say the drosh on Elul, you could speak for five hours without any problem. I'm sure. Maybe, 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 maybe some of you don't have the, the way of, the, the question of, of, of expressing yourself, but inside, and you're understanding appreciation, for sure you have what to say for five hours. So I don't know if I'll do, if I'll do justice to this, to this evening. But we'll repeat the, the famous divitari, Chizuk, and everyone has his own way of appreciating it. <coughs> I'll tell you why I appreciate the whole concept of Elul, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, etc. Now, <coughs> really, everything starts Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah starts Aseris Yimei Tshuva. Rosh Hashanah itself was a very special day. It's a Yom Tif. And we have a Shafer. And <coughs> the truth is that every Jew on Rosh Hashanah goes into a situation of Kedusha, of Tyre. Everyone, everyone has a certain amount of Hisaritus, Rosh Hashanah. Aseris Yimei Tshuva, Yom Kippur, and then we have The days before Yom Kippur and Sukkot, and the Sukkot, Shana Rabbe, Shmini Yatzeres, Simchas Teru. I want to tell you, the marshal of this whole situation is, and it's Mamash, it's a true marshal. Imagine somebody would get a ticket to the moon. You go into a rocket. And you go touring the moon, the stars. But let us bring a more, a more protestant commercial. I think you know, today it's not so famous, but in past generations, there was a concept called a Yudid. Yud was the big market. A person lived in his clenched title, 
He saw his cows, he saw his chickens, he saw his neighbors, he saw the shul, he saw his row. And that was his whole concept. Once a year, he would go, afayirid. would go to Varsha, to the big city. And the Yerid, he would see a lot of people. He would see big buildings. Maybe he would even see a car. He would see a train. Imagine a person, a young man, going to the Yerid. You have two people going to the Yerid. When you go to the Yerid, a person lives in a shtetl, lives in simplicity. And then he goes into the carriage. He might even go into the train. And he goes and explores the big beautiful world. And he sees the big city. He sees a lot of people. He gets excited. He might see the God Hador. He might see a Gersadebbe. And he goes into the market. He sees a lot of people buying things. A lot of merchandise. And he has a wonderful trip. He sees beautiful things. He becomes enthused. He becomes excited. And he's, he has a wonderful time. He has a wonderful time. And he goes, sees everything, and he comes home, and that's one person. He didn't buy anything. He saw everything, it was beautiful, it was exciting, didn't buy anything. He comes home the same other man as he left. Another person goes out to the edit. It's exciting, but he realizes that you have to buy something. And he does, mer- he, he, he does business, he buys merchandise. Now, it's very important for us to know, Rosh Hashanah is an exciting day. The Shoifer brings us to the Kisya Kovid. The Shoifer brings us to the Kisya Kovid, Kipshutoy. Asayas he made Shuva brings us close to Hashem. Yom Kippur brings us to the most beautiful, closest and imaginable. And Sukkot is a hug of Hashem. And I, I can't describe everything because the time doesn't allow me. Sukkot is a hug. Hashem Rabbi is a kiss from Hashem. Shemini Atzeris is the moment of Yichud, the greatest, the most beautiful moment imaginable. And we all experience Yom Neroyim. And it's a beautiful trip. It's beautiful. We have Rosh Hashanah and a Yom Kippur and a Sukkot and Rosh Hashanah Rabbah. And we go back to the same person. And it was an exciting tour. And with Gornish Kikoyf. The same person. You can go through the whole exciting tour of Shemayim Vishmei HaShemayim. And you come back the same Klein Menchala. And there are other people who are on their way to this great excitement. Every situation that they find themselves, they buy something. They try to, they try to absorb something, change the person. That when we leave, Ubezer Hashem, in one and three quarter months from today, when we'll say goodbye to Shmini Yatseris, the question is, will we have enjoyed Yoron Arayim? Or we have bought something, we have changed, we have grown, we have schoyer, we have become rich in Ruchnius. And when we talk about these people, the first person who went on the tour, and the second person went on the same tour, what, the, what, what is it depending why the first person bought nothing, and the second person came back with, with fullest chayrim. And the answer is obvious that what made the difference is on what machshava did you go out? The first person went out for a tour. He saw and he came back. The second person planned how to buy things. In other words, in simple language, our hatzlochim, of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot is depending on El. When we go out, we prepare ourselves for our trip. Rosh Hashanah is a trip. Yom Kippur is a trip. Yom Kippur is a trip to the moon. The trip to the Kisya Kovit. Sukkot is a chasana. 
We have to decide in El, we have to plan ahead. And more important than anything else, we have to make a decision today, a plan, exactly what are we going to do in those days. Again, let me explain. If you find someone going out to the Yedid, going out to the marketplace, and you say you're going to the Yedid, yes. What do you want to do? Or do business. What business? You're going to buy feathers? You're going to buy gold? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? What business? What do you want to buy? What are you playing? What's your line? I don't have a line. What do you do? Eh, he's not going to buy anything. He'll look at, he'll see the Yerid, he'll be excited. When you go out to the Yerid, if there's anybody here that has a clothing store, when you go to Manhattan, you know exactly what you want to buy. If you're going to buy dresses, you go to Manhattan, you're not going to come back with toothpicks. You saw Shkhaire. That's now things work. You gotta know what is how you're going to buy. And this is what I'm going to discuss this evening. Be'ezim Hashem, another month, all of us are gonna to go to Yudarid. It's gonna be great and exciting. Rosh Hashanah is gonna bring us to the Kisi HaKover. I can't describe this to you, Rabbi Yisrael, but you can trust me every word that I'm saying. Rosh Hashanah takes the Yid and brings it to the Kisi HaKover. Yom Kippur is Olam Haba Mamish. It gives you a ride to Olam Haba. Sukkis is a hug from Hashem. But if we're not going to decide, what do I want to buy on the way? What do I want to be kind of? What exactly am I going there for? We're going to come back with nothing. And the, this preparation is Elul. And we have to prepare ourselves and make this decision and get this kivun, get this direction. What exactly do we want to accomplish in these wonderful days called Yom Neroi? And as I, and as I want, want to say, this is an introduction to what I'm going to say in the, in the, in the next. But even without my continuing, each of you should make your own decisions. In Elul, to prepare yourself, what exactly am I going to accomplish in Yom Neroim and Asukas? Because if you don't have such a plan, you will accomplish nothing. So of course you say we're going to daven. We daven every day. We're going to accomplish that Hashem will give us a good year, life. That's an accomplishment, but that's not why Hashem has to give us Yom Neroim. Yom Neroim is much more than that. A Rosh Hashanah, a Shoifer, a Yom Kippur, is an Olam Haba, a hug from Hashem, a Sukkis, is much more than just writing us down for a good year. A lot of Goyim are written down for many good years without, without a Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is a day of growth. What exactly do we have to reach Rosh Hashanah? What do we have to get Yom Kippur? What do we have to get Shana Rabbah? What do we have to get Sukkot? And I'm going to try to, to try to point it. And again, if you want to agree with what I'm going to say, figure it out for yourself. But we have to make a tochnit. We have to make a plan. We have to get a direction. Because or else we are liable to come back with nothing. I think many of us had this hergish many years. I myself, especially today, what really, what really, what great changes did we make in these, these wonderful days? And the real reason why we don't make these changes is because we're not prepared, we don't make, we, we don't, we don't catch the direction, and we don't practice up, we don't prepare ourselves for this yirid, for this market, for this Kenyan, for this greatness. Now let me tell you what I think is is what we have to how, have to direct our our kivun. I think the best way to start is with a kasha. You know that Yiddish Kindle love to ask kashas. They'll say that we ask kashas. The first day we start off with kashas. We're always asking kashas. Let's start off with the kasha. The most famous remez of Elul is Anit Ledoidi Vedoidili. Everyone knows that? 
Elul is Aleph, Lamed, Vav, Lamed. Which are the Rosh Hashanahs? Ani ledoidi ledoidi li. And that starts off the Elul. After Elul comes Rosh Hashanah, and after Rosh Hashanah comes Yom Kippur, and then comes Sukkot. Now you all know that. Let us talk a moment about Tishrei. That the first ten days of Tishrei, which are Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, in comparison to the last days of Tishrei, not how much less days, but Sukkot and everything which is involved in Sukkot, is called by Bali Avoda divided into two divisions. The ten days of Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur are called days of Yiras Shemayim. Yiras Shemayim. And that is what we really work on is on Shuva and Filler and Stoker and Yiras Shemayim. Rosh Hashanah itself is a purely a day of Yiras Shemayim. Kabbalah's Oil Malchus Shemayim. As soon as he made Shuva is to do Shuva now on various. And Yom Kippur is the day of Ashamnu, Bagadnu, and to have the realization to cleanse ourselves with Yiras Shemayim. After we finish Yiras Shemayim, then we have a whole series of days of Ahavas Hashem, of love. The first ten days are Yira, fear, and then comes the days of Ava, of love to Hashem. And this starts off with the days of building a sukkah. We, we get excited with the mitzvahs. And we have an esrig, and a lulav, and a dasim, and a ravis. Esrig is an expression of all the evarm of a person. A ravis is an expression of the lips. A dasim of, of the eyes. And we, we, we shake the lulav. It's an expression of excitement, of ava. The sukkah itself, as I told you, is like a hug. It's brought down the Riyah Kodesh. The halacha of a sukkah is you have to have two mechitzes and a, and a small mechitzes. That's, that's how much mechitzes has to have. Two big mechitzes, one small. It's like a hug. A hug is composed of the arm and this part of the arm and the hand. It's a hug of Hashem. A ravis of Hashanah Rabbah is fatayim. It's like the lips. It's like a kiss to Hashem. It's days of Ahava. So we start off with days of Yerush Shemayim and we go to days of Ahava. And the epitome is Simchas Torah, that we dance for the Torah. And the Torah is expression of Hashem. We know Hashem through the Torah. Now here's a kasha. And the kasha is as follows. We start off with Yira, and we end with Ava. So I would think that Elu, which is even before Rosh Hashanah, should be a preparation of Yira. How does Elu come to be Ava? The expression of doidi is ava, is love. Anila doidi vidoidi li is the expression of love. Really, Elul expresses the highest madrega that we reach in Simchas Torah. How did you give such a jump? Did anyone follow the kasha? You with me today? Everybody say. Why do we start from the beginning? And the answer is. And it's a famous expression. The answer is, as we discussed before, because when you start off, you have to know where you're going to end. That's the answer. You can't, in other words, for instance, someone, someone gets into his car and he's driving, let's say, to Monticello. Hey, people drive to Monticello. Right? So when someone says, where are you going? He can't say, I'm going to the George Washington Bridge. I'm going to Monticello. I have to start off with my eye on the end. And then I'll be able to figure out how to get there. When we start off Elul, we really have in mind the end, Tachlis, which is love of Hashem. And that's how we start off. When, you, when someone builds a building... When someone builds a building, did you ever go on the side of someone building, you see that the whole piles of bricks, sometimes you see a big hole, you see sand piles. When do you see the completeness of the building? In the beginning, in the plans, when he writes out the plans, you see the finished building. And in the end, 
And in the end, the beginning and the end. So really, Elul reflects the end product, which is Simchas which is Anil Doidili. We start off with Ava, and we end with Ava. And it has, as I said, because if we want to reach some place, we have to decide from the beginning where we're going to get. Now, my dear Rabbi Isai, we're gathered to the here tonight. I think many of you know that this lecture was not scheduled in, in the Shalhevis. It was advertised. Mrs. Gottlieb asked me to speak tonight. I'm a little boring tonight, I see from your faces. I'm, I want to come down to the point. I have, I have a very, very simple, very specific message to get to, to the Oilam. I'm not going to be long tonight. Let us be very, very clear. Let's be very precise. It's important for us, even though we heard so many times, we heard so many times, so much about Rosh Hashanah, about Yom Kippur, about El, and about every, all these interesting subjects. It's important for us to realize over and over again how serious this really is. How serious this really is. I know someone, no, I don't, I don't know how to express it, right? I don't know how to express it. But when someone, if someone, if you'd ask me, I don't want to put myself, you know, up on the front. You ask me, what do you think? You're going to have a good year? What will it be this year? I mean, what do you, what kind of silly question is that? I mean, 50 years, I never died. I never died. 50, I never died. I never wanted to die. I wasn't interested in dying. <coughs> what the heck? Why should I die? I want, it never happened to me. It never happened to me. Why should, what, leave me alone. Every year you keep on scaring me. <coughs> but we know that it's not so simple. People, all you die is once in your life. And many people get sick once in life. Some people get sick more than once. Happy that those that get sick more than once. Many people lose money. Many people have, 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 have problems. I mean, we know, we have to realize how serious this is. Now, I want to tell you something. I want to be very specific. We, Be'ezer Hashem, we, Be'ezer Hashem, are going, go, going to go through a mishpat. Hashem is going to make a mishpat with us on Rosh Hashanah. We live in a hidden world. We don't see the truth of the world. Many Rishayim lived 80 years. And I myself, look at myself, do I deserve all the good that Hashem gave me till today? Do we deserve the good we, we, get, we got? This is all a blindness. The truth is it's very serious. The truth is it's very serious. That's the truth. This, it's very serious. The situation of Am Yisrael Bichlal is serious. The situation of each and every one of us is serious. I don't want to be at length tonight, but I want you to know, my dear Rabbi we in Rosh Hashanah, in Asayim Tshuva, we have to do Tshuva. We have to perfect ourselves. It's extremely important that we stop talking Lashon Hara, that we say more Tehillim, that we do more Chesed, and that we give Tzedakah, and that we Mechabit Torah. That we bring more happiness into our homes. We bring, bring more shalom bias into our homes. We bring more shalom between our neighbors. It's all these things are extremely important. And this is the most important thing that we have to do these, these, these holy days. But it's also important for us to know. That while these things are the normal formula of these holy days. Really, there is no way. There is no way that our tshuva and our chizuk should suffice, should be enough that we should really be zeche b'yem hadim. There is no way. I think many of us remember the past years and we are hoping this year will be better. But when it came to ever ever Shoshana, when it came to Tzkiah Shafer, 
We all felt, I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared to go through the Mishpat. I was hoping, I heard a lot of, I heard a lot of wonderful drushes. And I was hoping things would be, turn out better, I would dive in better, I would feel better, etc., etc. It doesn't work the way we plan it. The only way, the only way that we can go through a Rosh Hashanah is through what is called in simple Hebrew, Siyatah Dishmayim. Let me use it in such simple language. This is a fact of all our life. And this is the fact of these Yomim Neroim, of these, of, these, of these wonderful days. And we must know this fact. And really, this is the object and the ultimate goal of these days. We must know that these days are a marshal. And I'll tell you a marshal. You could use this. You could, you could, you could use a thousand different mashalim. But I'll just bring one kind of marshal. Imagine someone crossing the street. Did you ever see a little boy crossing the street? Did you ever stand on the corner? A little girl comes over to you. Could you please cross me? So let me tell you what you're supposed to do. There are people who tell the little girl or little boy, Ken's gang. Ken's gang. Some situations, you don't say the Ken's gang. In some situations, you take the hantile and you walk across. Imagine, and we are adults, we don't have to say the Ken's Machkrosen. You don't say the Ken's Machkrosen because you have eyes. I was once in LaGuardia Airport, and in front of LaGuardia, you know, like Kennedy, and there was a, there's a main highway. I had, I had to cross the street. I had to cross the street. And I was waiting, you know, the cars were just flying by. It was 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And the cars were flying by. And I was waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And I made a husband the way it's going. I'm going to have to wait till 3 o'clock in the morning. It's just, you know, it's, this is New York City. It's like, it's, like, it's like a fountain. Imagine the avenue that I described to you. When it's at night and no, the cars have no headlights. Listen to my marshal. The cars have no headlights. You have to cross the street. There are hundreds and thousands of cars. A car that goes 60 miles an hour. There are plenty of crazy people going 80 miles an hour. A car that goes 60 miles an hour, a car that goes 40 miles an hour. Rahman al-Islam hits a person, he throws him into, into what you call, he, he can throw him to the moon. The moon, is, uh, the moon is a nice place to be, he throws him not to the moon, he throws him someplace else. Imagine you're standing here, you have to cross the street, it's a dark night, there are hundreds of cars going by, hundreds of cars going by, and none of these cars have headlights. And you have to cross the street. Can anybody tell me how to cross the street? How do you cross the street? Thousands of cars that can kill you in a moment, rushing by, and you don't even see them. Do you know how to cross the street? So I want to tell you what my, what my mommy teach, taught me, what you teach your children. You find someone who is an adult, who has, who, 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 who is able to, to take, to, you understand, to take, to, to, how do you say it, in this, in, to help themselves in such a situation, and you give me a hand and said, the Kansmachkrosen, the only way to go through life, there are so many dangers in life, I don't want to enumerate them, I will enumerate some of them, I will enumerate some of them, because when my children, when, when my children, when my pizzalach, when I was, my oldest one was 12, and the next one was 10, and the next one was 8, and the next one was 6, and my manucha was 4, and there was a mamash, a house of malochim lach, and such a beauty, you know, such, such, such innocent looks, and such shayna peyalach, and I was sure they're going to grow, you know, just, just straight and so they've got the best shidduchim, etc., etc. 
But when the children grow older, and when our children go out to Chayda, go out to Besyankif, we don't know who their friends are. We don't know who's going to talk to them. We don't know the thousands of cars that pass by every day that can run them over without headlights. We don't know our own own lives. We read the papers one day, you understand, this is taken off the, the shelf. We don't know what we're eating. We don't know what we have in our bodies. Did you have anybody say, Chomotis against some doctor? I'm afraid to go to the doctor. We don't know where we invest our money. There are hundreds and thousands of dangers. The only way to go through life is to find our dear Hashem Izborach and to hold on to His hand and send the Kentsmith crossing and hold on to Him and don't let Him go. That's the only way to go through life. And that is life in overall. And in particular, it's the only way to go through these days called Yom Neroyim. And that's why Rosh Hashanah starts off before Rosh Hashanah, Because before you can go into Rosh Hashanah, you have to find Without an L, you can't go to Rosh Hashanah. Because if we, with our genius, with our hearts, with our minds, with our Kedusha, with our time, with our children, have to go through Rosh Hashanah, there's no way. There's no way. So we start off with an L. Now, once we reach a Rosh Hashanah, and we have a Rosh Hashanah and a Yom Kippur and a Sukkot, what is the object of these days in all? And let me put it in simple language. These days have one overall object. And the object is to find HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to catch hold of Him and to hold His hand that He should watch us and He should be with us in the continuation of the year which means all our life. Again, if we want to analyze what is Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Sukkot, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Sukkot is days, 21 days, starts exactly 21 days. Here in Chutzla it's 22 days. It's 22 days to find Hashem Yisbarach, to catch hold of Him, to take His hand and say, and say Hashem Yisbarach, I have to live my life. Can Please cross me the street. And that's what these days are for. And when I started with my introduction, I said, when we go out to the market, we are, we are liable to, to, to go, through, go through all the heavens and to remain with nothing. So now let me continue my, my discussion and say, so what is really? Where do we want to arrive? What do we want to buy? What do we want to be kind of? The day is from Rosh Hashanah to Simchas Torah. And the answer is simple. We want to be kind of Hashem. These are 21 days that we want to catch a hold of Hashem, bring Him to our life, and start living with Hashem our daily, everyday life. That's what these days are created for. The preparation of Rosh Hashanah is In other words, the preparation of Rosh Hashanah is to start practicing what really we have, we're going to do in these three weeks. So when we start practicing, we start practicing, we start practicing, 30 days of Elul, then Rosh Hashanah we start the real stuff, and then we bought something. Now I'd like to continue as follows. Many people sitting here, I don't know how many people enjoyed or appreciate 
or maskim to everything I said until now. But many people that do appreciate what I said until now are bothered by a question. A very simple question. I heard these drushes a thousand times. Give me some kind of lemaise. <coughs> what do you mean to say, live with Hashem? What does it mean, take Hashem's hand? Kens mechrosen. What kind of, what kind of words is kens mechrosen? What does that mean? What are you talking theories in the, in the Himalayan? What do you mean that I should say? I should daven to say so. I should say tilim to say so. I should do tshuva to say so. What are you talking about? And the answer is that for sure, for sure, what this, this concept is a wide concept and there's a lot of greatness to it. But I will try to give you my appreciation of the first step and maybe the most important step and a very, very precise, condensed way of doing it in a small way. In other words, to live your life in pure greatness, pure Keshe to Hashem is Baruch, this was the Chavetz Chaim. But let me to say something for, for uns Weiber. Who has, who has, who has, who has for greatness? Who could think of Madregis? Let's have something simple on the table. Simple on the table. What do you want? What do you want? I should become a Kurdish. I should watch him. I should, I should, I should, I should, I should, I should stop making Kugel on Shabbos. I should, I should take, take instead of, instead of making Kiddush on wine, I should make Kiddush on, on, on a Blat Gemara. And the answer is, the most condensed, and the most, not only content, concentrated way of doing this, and I'm not saying anything new, you, you all know this, I'm going to say it over again, is tefillah. Prayer to Hashem. And tefillah, what I mean to say but tefillah, mefurish, not only the siddur that we have, the, our beloved siddur that we have, I want you to know, my dear Rabbi Sai, our great grandmothers did not know how to read. Did not know how to read. We today, I don't know everyone sitting here, but I'm sure most of you sitting here today, Davin Shachris, and Minche, and maybe even Mairif, you say a lot of Tehillim. There's no one in this audience that does not know how to read a Siddur. I wasn't, I don't, I don't remember my great grandmother. My grandmother, I do remember, and she, she knew how to read. She was in shul. She, came, she went to shul on Shabbos. But the Mishnah Brewer says that 300 years ago, the women did not know how to read. Why? Why didn't they know how to read? So someone said, because they had no time. Because they didn't have washing machines. That's stupid. My little, my little Miriam, my little, my little Rachel, when she was four years old, she knew olive base, no one even taught her. She just, you know, just from the house, she just learned it by herself. And she's not a genius. Women did not have a siddur. Let me tell you why women didn't have a There are a lot of ways of explaining it. Let me tell you one of the ways, one of the very, very true ways of explaining it. A woman, a siddur to a woman is an insult. Let me explain this to you. Imagine a man talking to his wife, and he says, "Rachale, I use the, if anybody is Rachale, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean you because my my my, my claim in middle is Rachale, and and the Gemara use use Reuven and Rachel. That's how you use. In the Gemara, so that, that's the so the husband says, Yanka says, Rachale, what's that? What's Hasdish consider? He feels very grand. Shachris, Mincha, Mariv, he davens. It's a gevaldig gezach to daven from a vinus koyach yitzchok of Yanka vinus koyach." Imagine my, imagine my dear audience, my dear Rabbi imagine you have someone who is, who is a cripple and has a very sophisticated wheelchair. Has a very sophisticated wheelchair. And he says to someone walking, says, you are a, you do My wheelchair, it goes backwards and forwards and turns it right and left and he can even walk up the steps. You know what he answers him? 
Hence, as the Haskalah Kefis, in a sense, you have a sophisticated wheelchair, Chabar Hashem Gazim Tafis. Tefillah, prayer is in the heart. Avodah belief. If you're a cripple and your heart is closed, so you need a seder. You need a seder. But if you have a healthy heart, and if your eyes aren't dried out, and the Gemara says, Yizor ben Shosechem, the Messiah Metsuyus, if you have emotions, and you know how to cry, and you know how to feel, and you're a woman, and not a man, a piece of stone, I don't need a siddur. Don't insult me with a siddur. My heart is a generation of tefillah. Today, in modern generations, when the women, excuse the audience sitting here, when their hearts became closed, I'm sure you all know today it's very unstylish to cry. I still remember funerals. I still remember when it was stylish for cry to cry. I still remember when the, when, the, when there's this notion used to used to just just used, used to be mama used cries and screaming. Today, if you see someone crying, you say it's very un, very unrespectable to cry. Very unrespectable. But the Jewish people was not respectable to cry. My grandmother told me she remembers that when the Chazan said Rosh Chodesh El, the whole, like a volcano, there's this notion, the whole this notion just exploded with Bechiyas and Tzorkas. So, so originally, originally, our great grandmothers, that they generated filth, and they were, their hearts and their minds were always close to Hashem. They were always davening. So today, when we Baruch Hashem daven, Shachas Mencha Amayrif, but we cannot disregard the original beauty and form of tefillah. The original beauty form of tefillah is that when you butter the bread for your yanka that goes to Cheder, and your heart is excited, Hashem is Baruch. First of all, when he crosses the street, Rachman Oslar, Kashub, knock him down. Do you know how many mothers, Rachman Oslar, get phone calls? We all know. So when you butter the bread, you stand, so you don't, you, you don't have a tiller in front of you, but your heart is full of, 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 of bakoshes. And when he comes to Cheder, on the way to Cheder, he shouldn't find a friend that'll, that'll destroy him. I mean, does anybody know what I'm talking about? And when he's in Cheder already, when he's in Cheder already, that's what filler means. And that's what it means to catch hold of Hashem. And my dear Rabbi I want to tell you that in my humble opinion, my humble opinion is, and I don't want to belittle anything you're going to hear, I'm sure Mrs. Gottlieb and has for you a whole series of wonderful speeches all through this era. And besides Mrs. Gottlieb, I'm sure that in, the, in Borough Park, wherever you'll be, and you have your own sperm, you have your own mind, I'm not going to belittle anything that you will do, that you will hear. You, we have to work on our mouths, we have to work on our eyes. We have to stop talking such, so, much, so much gossip. We have to daven better, look better, etc., etc. But I want to tell you, it's Erev Shel, in my opinion, the most important nekuda, the most important point that we have to practice in Elo is this form of davening. A form of davening that means always be used to talking to Hashem. And that's what El is. Ani l'doidi Get used to living with Hashem. And I told you, catching Hashem's hand, it's a simple simplicity. Always talking to Hashem. Always talking to Hashem means that when you, when you dial, you know, in, in our time, you remember when they didn't have these push buttons. Didn't have these push buttons. I'm going to say, I'm saying something which is, which is, which is a joke. It's a joke. But if you think about it, maybe it's not such a joke. Maybe it's not such a joke. Because when I was 
I well, you people are, are not much younger than I am. But I am, when I was five years old, I'm not a hundred years old. But I remember they had telephones. You had to dial. That means that when I had to dial my grandmother, who lived in the east side, this goes back 45 years ago, Oregon 7, or I don't know where Rachel Feinstein used to dial, Oregon 7, 1222, right? Everyone remembers his telephone number. So we had to do all our, so the major financial telephone was a small one, 1222. Imagine you have to make all our 97897. You know how long it takes? You know, I'm talking something, I'm bringing a marshal, but I'm not joking. You know how long it takes? It takes two minutes. It takes two minutes. You know what these two minutes are for? You know what these two minutes are for? Why are you dialing? You want to talk to someone. You want to order something. You're calling the, you're calling, you're calling the, 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 the supermarket. So you say to yourself, oh, you're thinking, I'm going to order tomatoes and cucumbers and milk and bread. And last time the tomatoes were rotten. And by the way, I shouldn't put a mezuzah there to remind you, to remind you what I'm going to say. And doesn't say about kosher to Hashem. That the clear, I should hold the class and I should bring a, bring a good hashpoy and I should teach them something. They should appreciate the Torah. Then, I don't want to say it, but I don't want to exaggerate. It's a, you, have, you should ask a rough ashayla on the, on, 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 on the salary that you get. Because the Gemara says, Tfilo is a machza. Half is, is a shtadlis and half is tfilo. And this is a, a practice that every Jewish person, especially, especially Jewish women, should get used to. The time, the specific time to train ourselves is Rosh Hashanah till after Shemini Atzeres. And the preparation and the practice is Elu. Ani le doidi vedoidi li. You know what that means? I'm talking to you and you answer me. That's all it means. And when you are coining this Kenyan, this Kishrin, this habit that you talk to Hashem, this is a, a simple, a simple form and it's an absolute truth that this means that you take, you take Hashem's hand and you say, Hashem is Baruch, Ich betech krosmach. Krosmach means that wherever I go, I'm with you and I talk to you and I ask you and you answer me and that's what it means. And that's what El is for. What happens is, what happens by nature is that when I when I meet somebody, my, when I meet my parents, right? So when I walk into my father's house, and I, let's say, I come from, when I, when, I, when I come back from New York, and my father asked me to buy him some tuna fish, I'm a marshal, yeah? Let's say I forgot. When I walk through the house, and I say, hi daddy, and I give daddy a kiss, oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot to buy the tuna fish. When you see daddy, you give him a kiss. You say, I'm sorry, I forgot. That's called tshuva. When you meet Hashem, you start talking to Hashem. Oh, Hashem, I'm sorry, I, I, I spoke so much Lashon Hora. I'm sorry, I was so silly. I'm sorry, I was so angry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's, that's called tshuva. Because if you don't do tshuva, then it's a chutzpah. But what's the essence of these days. The essence of these days is Ani That's all it means. And I'm repeating it what I said before. For the woman, this has a special meaning. Because the whole concept of doidi, the whole concept of love, the whole concept of emotion, the whole concept of closeness, this is woman's specialty. This is woman's specialty. And as I mentioned in the beginning, the man 
And I'm not, I'm not trying to, to, to belittle the man now. But the man wears tefillin in his arm. Why doesn't the woman have tefillin in her arm? Were you ever insulted you didn't wear tefillin? Should I tell you why? I'm telling you something very deep. I'm not trying to compliment anybody. I'm telling you something very deep. Do you know what tefillin is? Tefillin is murdered. Tefillin is to tie. The Shema Yisrael to your heart and to your mind. Tefillin is ukeshartam. It's to tie. To bind. To, to, to not. The Shema Yisrael Hashem's echol, Hashem's presence to my heart and my mind. So the man has to take a utensil. But the woman doesn't need it. She laughs at him. What am I, a cripple? I have to tie it with a chitzainist stick a tie? Hashem is always in my heart and my mind. And then the husband says, but I have tzitzis. So the woman says, tzitzis? What is tzitzis? To remember. You need a utensil, you need a, you need a hint to remember. I always remember Hashem. I don't need tzitzis. So husband says, but yeah, but I sit in the sukkah. I sit in the sukkah. So you know what you tell your husband? Yeah, because the whole year round you're walking on 47th Street, you're out in Bar Park, and you're never in Hashem's hug. You're never in Hashem's house. So once a year, seven days, you have to sit there down in the sukkah. I'm always in the sukkah. I'm sitting at home. Hashem hugs me 355 days a year. I need sukkahs to sit in the sukkah. I don't need a sukkah. So the man says, yeah, but I have a shoifer. Ha, <laughs> shoifer. You need a shoifer because you're hollered like a stone. Because you need boo to wake you up. But I go through one birth after another. I don't need a shoifer. When, I, when I'm come to the ninth month, I hear the shoifer blowing in my ears. The malachim is smiling at me. I don't need a shoifer. I need a shoifer. Raise children, you have a shoifer. He cries at night, and he has 104 fever, I have a shoifer. I need your shoifer, I need... I don't need your shoifer. And today, modern world, things changed. The young lady puts on a nice, nice, nice fancy suit, tweed suit, takes the James Bond, goes to Wall Street, and she's, she's fancy, this fancy schmancy. But I'm not, that's not, that's my, that's not my subject now. That's not my subject. My subject is, we have to turn the watch back and bring back the essence of the Jewish people, which is, and that's what we have Rosh Hashanah for. And Rosh Hashanah starts over the shofar. Hashem wakes us up. And ten days of closeness to Hashem. And the Yom Kippur to purify Hashem. And the sukkah is to bring us in Hashem's closeness, in His hug. And the shana rabbi to kava yochel, kava yochel, it's hard to say the words, to kiss with Hashem. And the shmini atzeres to dance with Hashem. But we have to make a preparation. The preparation is to talk to Hashem. That's what Elul is for. That's what Elul is for. Elul is days to practice up our connection and our simple closeness to Hashem. And we have to practice in the simplest form to bring Hashem into our life the most we can. We need Hashem every moment of our life. Hashem set us up in the world that everything we do can go good or kaput. Everything you do. Everything you do can go good or kaput. Everything you do can be mutzlach mutzlach. You bake a cake, it can become burnt. You can forget put in baking soda. You can put in baking soda instead of flour. All the, all these problems, I made chalis. I put one pound of I had I don't know why it occurred to me. I had a pound of a pound of flour and a quarter pound of yeast. <laughs> I made chalis. But what did I do? I'm telling you the truth. I'm ifis. I'm ifis. I was once by myself in South America. I made chalice. I saw too much yeast in it. 
I made once the chalas and the second time a chalas. And I kept on asking Hashem, please Hashem, please Hashem, have good chalas. Third time chalas, four times chalas, four times I baked the chalas until someone knocks on the door, my neighbor downstairs, my wife brought you chalas. Hashem answers your tefillas. Hashem answers my tefillas. I baked chalas and I got chalas, delicious chalas. They're still wearing them out. Talk to Hashem. Get used to talking to Hashem. And that's what El is for. My suggestion is, but this is not my subject, my suggestion is that since we are crippled, we are crippled, we need crutches, the best crutch that Hashem gave us for this situation, and I spoke about this many times in the seminars, and this audience heard it from many times, and I want to speak it over again because, because you heard it so many times from me, but by me, it's brent me via fire. This is, this is brent via fire. I think all our problems come from this. That Hashem set us up the, the communication called making a bracha. Mea brachas, a hundred brachas every day. Hashem gave us, a, 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 dictated to us that every time you enjoy something in this world, make a bracha. Make a bracha means talk to Hashem, talk to Hashem, talk to Hashem, and talk to Hashem. If you eat an apple, thank Hashem. You get up in the morning, you have eyes. You know what eyes, how delicious eyes are. How delicious sight. How delicious it is to see. Thank Hashem. Baruch Hashem but this, as important as it is, I'm telling you again, this is a crutch. The real Yiddishkeit, where we start off this, to get used to talking to Hashem in English, in Yiddish, in, in Hebrew, in Spanish, in Hungarian, in, in, in Ladino, any language to talk to Hashem, that's what El is for. And when you get this, you get used to this situation, you practice up on this, you get cold, hold of Hashem. I don't have to tell you this, though your life changes. Your life changes. Once we go through an El, then Hashem, as we started off, puts us into a rocket ship, puts us into our cavern. We go from Rosh Hashanah to a Sersi Meit Shuvah, from a Sersi Meit Shuvah to a Yom Kippur, from Yom Kippur to a Sukkot. We go higher and higher and higher. There's no madrigger that you won't reach through this. I don't want, I don't know how to, what words to you. I, I, the word guarantee is a silly word, but I, 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 with my own smallness, I would swear it a million sefateris. When you get used to talking to Hashem always, when you get used to talking to Hashem always, there's nothing that you can't accomplish. Hashem is with you and life is, life is pure happiness. Life is happiness. Because Hashem, when you catch hold of Hashem's hand, when you catch hold of Hashem, Hashem roi loi echsergan ki elech begeitzalmoves, loi ira roki ato imodi. If you're with me, I could be in sale of mothers. I'll have nothing to fear. Because when Hashem is with you. And we have to start from this day. What I'm saying now is, a, is a, just a suggestion. You could appreciate the suggestion. Take, put away the suggestion. But, this, but the situation, as I, as I said, was we have another month. We have Rosh Hashanah. El is a preparation. For sure we have to make a clear plan. What do we want to accomplish in these days? And start now to accomplish it. My suggestion is, in simplicity, catch a shaykhis, a living shaykhis with Hashem. Practice upon it. In the beginning it's hard. There are some people who already have this koyach. Widen it. Deepen it. Make it stronger. Make it more often. Keep a contact with Hashem. Always feel Hashem. And the Ramelech said in so many words, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit. In so many simple words. You know why it's so hard for us to say the Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit? Because we think Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit is a concept. It is a concept. It's a machshove. But it's much easier if you have a maise. 
Because when Hashem is next to me, I talk to Him. I talk to Him. What do I do if I have a friend next to me? I say hello. Shavir says, so, so how, how do you know if it's true? That you put Hashem next to you? Hashem is surely next to you. Shavir says, I appreciate it. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. He always wants to hear you. Shemizbarach says, Hashmini is Let me hear your voice. Talk to me, Hashem says. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. And Hashem Yisbarach should help us. We should get used to this. And then our Hashanah will be an explosion in our life. Yom Kippur will be greatness. And Hashem Yisbarach will help us. Yom Neroyim will catch hold of Hashem. And once you catch hold of Hashem, you bring Hashem into your everyday life. You live with Hashem. You talk to Hashem always. Then the whole life is, then the whole year goes through. And even in Chas of course we have to do tshuva, but even if it's not 100% our tshuva, but Hashem is on our side. Hashem is on our side. Hashem is Baruch Shalhaut, Hashem is Baruch Shalhaut, Hashem is Baruch Shalhaut, Hashem is Baruch Shalhaut, Hashem is Baruch Shalhaut,